0: Everybody, welcome back to the Japan Holic Podcast, the one-man podcast surrounded by topics about Japan, anime, and games, discussed by a certified voice cracking Japan Holic. I am your host Taylor Front. I hope none of y'all heard that voice crack in the intro because if you did, that'd be quite embarrassing. But I, uh, it happened. So today, I kind of figured that since um my next couple episodes, I do have plans for the next couple weeks of episodes. Okay, including next week, I have a week reviews. Uh, already, uh, December's Weep Reviews, where I talk about a certain anime, and, uh, what my thoughts and opinions are on a certain anime. And, it just so happens that next week's, uh, topic has to do with a series that's currently airing in the fall 2020 season of animes. And, it just so happens that it has to be ending around a couple weeks. I think we're around, rounding about the home stretch of that. But, t- Today, I kind of want to talk about, you know, based on the title, if you're on this episode, you've probably read the title. I kind of want to talk about, quite possibly, the most stacked winter season that I've seen in a very long time. I mean, a very long time. Okay? If anybody's been following anime for longer than a couple years, okay... You will know that winter seasons tend to really like kind of always be good in terms of their um in terms of their uh how should I say this their series and their uh uh audience I guess you'll say okay you usually see like a good sh- a good chunk of like the good shows coming out in the winter seasons of course um springs and summers usually kind of follow follow through but you know nothing could beat the winter seasons the past few years the best seasons has always been the winter seasons or at least in my opinions i could be biased for a few years of course obviously 2018 for example <laughs> um but i'm looking at my enemy list right now and i'm just looking just at the top 6 for winter 2021. I'm already seeing series that are just completely. Just stacked. Just stacked. It's incredibly. Like good. Okay. Um. Now granted. While. Okay. So I'm going to talk about a lot of these series. I'm going to talk about today. uh, And give you like a preview of what winter 2021 is all about. I guess you'll say. um, But you know. I really can't say much about a lot of these shows that are top of the charts or whatever because the top nine Okay, just just the top nine. Okay, actually sorry the top 11. Let me be extremely specific the top 11 uh, According to my anime list are all sequels. They're either season twos uh, season threes or season two part twos What's with the parts? Can we just can we just call it season 3 of re0? Can we just say season 3 re0 or season uh season what 5 of attack on titan because I think there's like a um a split between season 2. There's like two parts of season I don't know. But yeah, there's 11 shows that are sequels at the top of the list, okay? So it's very difficult for me to talk much about like the new shows or whatever because yeah, the winter twenty twenty one is incredibly stacked, but it's only stacked because of the fact that it's going off of season ones or season twos of already existing shows. Um for example, the ever so famous Attack on Titan final season, which is currently airing, so we've already we're already in winter twenty twenty one technically. We're already technically in winter twenty twenty one. Okay, we're just overlapping fall 2020 at this rate. Um, Attack on Titan is like, this is, I, like, I'm not a person, i have not caught up on Attack on Titan. And in fact, I dropped Attack on Titan. If you want to, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever made this opinion clear before on this podcast. I think I have. I don't know. I've made it clear on my YouTube channel before, on the Japanholic channel. Um, But my first ever show that I watched, technically, was Attack on Titan. I tried to watch Attack on Titan, but I just never found the interest. I never found it at all. I just couldn't... I watched maybe five episodes. So you can't say that I, like, dropped it after the first episode. I watched five episodes. I gave it the good old classic three-episode thing. Um, and then I dropped it. Uh, I just didn't find it interesting enough. And then, you know, um, I never really bothered to watch it or read up on it. Just never did. I mean, I, I'm i not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's like the worst anime ever. I'm not going to say that because obviously I can't talk. I can't talk crap about Attack on Titan, okay? When the final season, which is already just it just has one episode aired as of recording this. The series, which is currently done by Vapa Studios, has a, a nine. Okay, on my anime list. Now, Attack on Titan for the final seasons set to be basically the whole, uh, <laughs> completely crazy. Uh, what I've heard from manga readers, it's only going to get crazier from here. Okay, if you thought the first season was crazy, if you thought the last season was crazy, it doesn't matter the past seasons they don't matter this last season will take the cake of the craziest season probably ever for attack on titan okay so um i it's said to i if i remember correctly it's <laughs> it's going to be split into two parts of course why, why why what what's with the parts i don't know anime's been doing that lately is it brand new for series to go to parts? No, it's been doing that for quite some time now, but it just for some reason has to do it this year. But um I heard online and this I think this is confirmed that this'll that this season of Attack on Titan is gonna be split into two DVD volumes. Uh or Blu-ray volumes. Same thing. Same thing. So it looks like we're gonna be getting two parts to this season. And if I remember correctly there's 16 episodes 16 or 26. I know that's a huge gap in between. I saw something online about it, um, but yeah, we're, we're it's not going to be 12 episodes. It's going to be somewhere between 16 and 26. I can't remember somebody, you, probably anybody who's watching this or listening to this, excuse me, knows exactly how much and they could easily correct me. Thankfully, uh, if not, then I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but another series I want to talk about here on the top of the, the my anime list charts, of the top three at least, um, has to be the Promised Neverland second season. Um, Promised Neverland was actually going to be one of my first series that I was going to watch. And then a bunch of uh, slice of lifes came in and said, uh, hold on a second, let's push Neverland to the side. let's w- let's uh, watch Seiko San or Hitori Mochi or some of the more wholesome shows and stuff like that because let me tell you, the Promised Neverland does not look very wholesome whatsoever, but I'm not saying it's a bad show. I do plan on watching it and I'm very excited for the second season of course um I just don't th- I just don't know why I haven't watched the first season. Okay cuz a lot of people have been saying that the Promised Neverland is a really 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 great uh series if I could say the word. Um and I have not seen anything yet uh but I've seen trailers, I've seen clips, clips. I've seen a lot of stuff uh from the series uh just not an episode because I'm lazy. Um uh, the manga also looks really Really good. Let me just say that right now. That really freaking good stuff right there. Okay. So I'm, you know, if you're excited for the Promise Neverland season two, uh, <laughs> please don't spoil it any, any of it for me because I don't want to get spoiled. I, I don't want to get spoiled. Um, another show that I want to talk about here. I'm gonna skip past a few shows because I don't have much to say about uh, reincarnated as a slime nor Doctor Stone. Um, I have not watched either of those shows. I wanted to. <laughs> I have the first two volumes of Dr. Stone, but I've just never found the interest to start Dr. Stone. I probably watched the first 10 seconds of the first episode, if I remember correctly, and I stopped it to go do other things. But there's two shows that I do want to talk about real quick that are right next to Dr. Stone. The second part to the second season, or as I'm going to call it, the third season of ReZero. Um, I'm going to call it Rezero Season 3 just because of the fact that, like, you know, you split the... If you split the same amount of episodes, it's technically another season. But the official title is Second Season Part 2. Uh, and I've seen quite a bit from Season... Uh, from Part 2, or... Part 1, I'll say it eventually. <laughs> I've seen a little bit from Part 1, but not... I, I think... I don't know what it is, but I think a lot of people who have seen ReZero Season 1, um, who's trying to watch Part 1 of Season 2, have had issues trying to finish it. I think it's just because I know what's going to happen in this series, and I'm just, oh god. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, y- y- whatever issues that Subaru had during the first season goes away in the, the, in the first part of this season. And I feel incredibly bad for Subaru. I hate seeing characters die and shit like that. See I mean Subaru does come back to life, of course, but like God, it's it's torturous. And then you have and then the one the one episode that killed me the most was the episode where he briefly goes back to his real world um to his real world self and talks to his parents and stuff like that. Um God, like beforehand you know, you never got any sort of information as to what happened to Super in the real world and how is his parents like dealing with this and stuff like that. Never even knew um, his parents to begin with, you know, in season one. They never even mentioned them or whatever. And then you go into the second season, you get to that episode with the parents and stuff like that. Oh my God, it just hits. Hard it hits like a fucking truck. No pun intended to the Isekai uh genre, but Jesus, it hits like a truck. Head on. That it it's oh my god, because the parents are like they're not even bad parents. In fact, they're probably like the greatest parents in all of anime. Okay, if we had more uh more of their backstory and you know more time to um you know show the parents and stuff like that unbelievably great parents and stuff like that. Um And the author, I even read this online somewhere, and I think it's pretty well-known as well what the author says about, like, how the parents are dealing with Super being in, you know, this fantasy world or whatever. And the parents are just, like, completely, you know, in shock and stress, tearing out and stuff like that. They don't know what happened to him, and they got the authorities trying to fi- like you can probably find it online. I don't want to get too much into detail about it. Because of the fact that it's really, really sad stuff. Um, but outside of like that episode and the parents in general. This entire season's incredibly gro- good. Okay, um, For anybody who used to love Rem. Uh, it's going to be hard to uh, give your reasons as to why you still love Rem. After watching part 1 of season 2. Because not only does Amelia you know, become quite likable, more likable, I shall say. You also have a couple other characters. I won't spoil them if you haven't seen it yet. There's also a couple other characters that come into play that are like, yeah, I kind of like this. I like this character more than I like Rep. So if you haven't seen part one, do check it out. It's so amazing. But that's appearing in January. Uh, As well as I have to talk about this because I think there's another... I think I really, really want to talk about this a lot more than I think I do. Um, Quintessential Quintuplets Season 2. Brand new studio. And I've looked at so many like trailers and stuff like that. A lot of people... I think this is satire when I'm talking about this. A lot of people do not really like this second season's uh, anime uh, animation, I shall say, because of the fact that they got rid of the thighs. Um, but to me... I'm trying, I don't want to look at the thighs of course of the of the quintuplets. I want to look at like the entire animation in general. For how this series goes after the first season in terms of like where the baka is going. This animation looks way too like wholesome. It looks way too wholesome. <laughs> it looks like if you got if you were not like if you're not a manga reader of this show, you would think that this is just a, a wholesome show. From then on out, but it doesn't really do that. It like drama becomes quite massive after the first season, after the first couple volumes or whatever. Um, so um, I'm <laughs> I'm a little I'm not concerned. I'm not saying like it's bad or anything. It's just it, it was a little weird. You know how uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this as an example. You know how Ortega use season one uh to season 2 changed their animation even though it was the exact no 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 sorry they switched studios never mind i forgot or the guy you switched studios cuz i believe studio d did season 1 if i remember correctly and season 2 was done by feel studios let me look that up real quick I uh, I if I remember correctly the first yes, the first season was done by Brian's base, not Studio deed sorry the rest was done by Field Studios that's that it it feels like that but instead it's like you're taking season two of oregau uh and flipping it flipping the animation to season one am I making sense let me <laughs> am I making sense? Hopefully I am I don't know. I think I've lost my I lost myself in trying to make this analogy, but it feels like Ortegayu when switching the studios between season 1 and season 2. Um, season 1 of Or uh excuse me, season 1 of the Quintessential Quintuplets felt like season 2 in terms of animation uh, for Ortegayu. And then, you know, yeah, it connect the dots. I think you get what I'm trying to say. It feels it feels weird, but I, I have faith in uh, Bill Bury Animation Studios. Um I totally you know I'm not gonna shit on this animation just yet until I watch the uh an episode or two of this second season um but if you're curious on what the animation looks like, there's probably you've probably seen the trailers, but if not, they're available on YouTube and stuff like that now I wanna talk a lot about this one here. this one will be the last sequel. That I'll talk about in terms of, you know, stackedness and stuff like that. Because there's too many shows on here that are sequels, obviously, that I would like to talk about, but I can't because of the fact that I can only really say, oh, it's the second season of Beastars. It's the third season of Log Horizon. It's the second season of Cells at Work. I can't really say much because, well, I'd spoil season one. I can't really talk much about these shows to a lot of my audience because of the fact that, Maybe they haven't seen it. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, new seasons uh, for shows. But there's not a lot of new adaptations. Or there is, but they're just not very well known yet. Because of the fact that they're brand new stuff. Well, this one here, I got to talk about this one here. Because obviously, I have to talk about... Actually, this may not be the last one I'll talk about. Because I just now remember that there's a couple more down here. I forgot. So, it may not be the exact last one. But I'll try to make these last two quick. Or last couple quick I may be it maybe more than two. I don't know. I'm just looking as I I'm talking as I go on through this website. But EuroCamp season two. Eurocamp season two. <laughs> you everybody here who knows me either from Twitter, uh YouTube, or even just looking at the last couple episodes of the podcast. Not even that, the first episode, technically. Y'all should know my opinion on EuroCamp by now. I think y'all know what my opinion is on this Uh, this season. I'm hella excited. We get a brand new character coming into play here in, very early on. Not very early on. I want to say like maybe two or three episodes in. I'm going to call it maybe a couple episodes in. Not going to be the first episode in. But we're definitely getting a brand new character here shortly soon. Um, I've read up. The entire manga series, or at least as what like, I could read because of the fact that, you know, it's still going on. So I can't read all the chat, like the latest chapters because reading it online is impossible. <laughs> but, 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 I've read, basically I've read everything on the season two side of things of the manga. I'm excited. <laughs> I am so flippin' excited. Oh my god. It's so I, I can't, I can't put into words how excited I am about this season. I just have the biggest grin on my face. You just have to take my word for it. If you have not seen season one of EuroCamp, do so. Because it is comfortable, it is amazing, it makes you want to visit Yamanashi, it makes you want to go camping, it makes you want to see about Fuji a whole lot more than you think. Than you think, than you think, than you think. Um, for the wholesome side of things, I also want to stick to, uh, the topic of this for just a second, because we then have a third season of Nanyan Biori, which I've caught up on the second season, I've yet to read the manga afterwards, so I'm going into the third season, Blind as a Bat, but I am so excited for this series, nonetheless. Um, that series is going on for quite some time as well, like, I think there's about 140, 150 chapters of this series, Maybe more as uh, as you're listening to this, maybe less. I don't freaking. It's been a while since I've uh since I've tried to uh read any mangas. It's been a long time and stuff like that. Um, so another show that I want to talk about here, that's actually a brand new show coming out. Uh, it's actually a really well-known uh rom-com manga that's being adapted right uh right now. Uh, Hori Mia. Pretty sure everybody who's read this manga is excited as all hell about this adaptation here by Cloverworks. Uh judging by this art style and some of the PV trailers that I've seen, this show looks very good. Okay. Um It also kind of reminds me about some like early two thousand not early two thousands, but like late two thousands Rob Cobb animation looks. Like just off this picture alone and like I said with the uh with the few PVs that I've seen and stuff like that. Um, it looks very l- much like, uh, late two thousand late 2000s, uh, anime adaptations, uh, in terms of animations, and this is being done by Cloverworks, which, by the way, um, uh, is known for making Darling of the Franks, uh, Buddy Girl Senpai, fairy tale for the final series, at least, uh, The Promised Neverland, uh, and persona 5's uh anime uh animation adaptation um the clover no knowing that clover works is this i'm wondering if uh if the promised neverland season two uh is having a different studio because there's no studio for the promised neverland second season and i don't know if clover clover works is going to do two things in one season that is quite the task but I'm not entirely sure. I mean, it hasn't been it's been done before, but I mean I think Silver Lake is doing a couple other maybe? Uh oh no, excuse, sorry, not Silver Lake. Studio Deed Um is doing the third season of Log Horizon and then the fourth season of uh Nanasuno Taizai. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other instance of um I think that may be it. So I'm wondering if CloverWorks is—I uh, have no clue. That's kind of—I'll have to check that out, I guess. Um, but yes, for those who do not know what this series is all about, somehow, um, I really don't want to say much other, you know, uh, other than the synopsis. Which, but the synopsis doesn't really give off like much of the series. That's the thing. So like, I can't really say much because the synopsis is just, well. It's pretty bland. as of, Well, at least as of recording this, it's pretty bland. So, I can't... I, if I try to say it, I just waste my time. So, I apologize. But, do keep in mind, though, that this series is probably the most anticipated new series of Winter 2021. Which is saying something because, well... <laughs> like I said before, there's 11 shows that are sequels that are in a row. At the top of the list here. Um, let's see, what else is there? I, I mean, there's a lot of people have talked much about a ton of these series that, uh, that have already, that have been, you know, listed off, obviously. You have, uh, I'm a spider, so what? Um, which is quite interesting. I think I may watch that series because it does seem like an interesting show. Um, but there's one right here that's actually being done by Project Number 9. Which, if I remember correctly, is the one that's doing... Uh, let me double-check this real quick before I talk about this subject. I think they're the one that's doing the... Um. Let me just... Yes, they're doing the uh, I Shaved and Brought a High School Girl Home series. Which is getting an adaptation here in spring, if I remember correctly. Spring or summer? I can't remember. I think it got confirmed for spring. Um, but they're doing an adaptation here of... uh. Jackie Chanara, tomozaki Kud. Uh, the synopsis: I it's kind of like the same issue with the last one, but I'll I'll read it off here because I'm also kind of curious. Uh, tomozaki is one of the best gamers in Japan. In his opinion, the game of real life is one of the worst. No clear-cut rules for success. Horribly balanced, and nothing makes sense. But then he meets a gamer who's just as good as him, and she teach, and she offers to teach him a few exploits. That's pretty much as that, that's the whole synopsis. I mean, am I interested? Yes, because it does seem like a very uh, otaku romance kind of show, which I've seen a lot of those before, uh, like gamers, for instance. Uh, the only other reason why I'm watching, the, why I'm planning on watching this series, is because of the fact that it gives me an opportunity to look at Project Number Nine's uh, animation style and see what I'm going to be going into with the series that I listed off here earlier, not too long ago, actually. Uh, that's also being adapted by project number nine because I've read the manga and, l- um, I don't know if I made my, uh, opinion note about this either, but it's kind of like the same thing with, uh, the quintessential quintuplets. It's like for how deep the story gets in that series, the animation looks way too wholesome. So <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go. Um, and that's not to say that spring, I'm going to say this right now, while winter 2021 is stacked Spring 2021 looks to be just as stacked, just by sheer... Just because of the fact that My Hero Academia's fifth season is, you know, being adapted and going to be out there by by April. Oh, Lordy Almighty. Because <laughs> Spring 2021 is looking to be quite full of... Uh, I mean, right now, there's not a lot of, like... Um, Season 2s that are currently announced for that. But then again, that may be, um, that may change heading into to the next couple of months or whatever. Because I'm looking at it right now. My anime list is only showing 79 new things for this, for this upcoming season. Whereas for fall of 2020, even though it doesn't feel like there's anything being annotated, there's still over a hundred new things to watch. Um, and I'm going to be talking about one of them next week for the Wii reviews. Um, so if you want more information on, uh, winter 2021 stuff and my thoughts and opinions and stuff like that, you can go over, uh, follow me on Twitter at the Japanaholic one. I will more than likely be talking about winter 2021 a lot, but possibly more than likely. Okay. Possibly 99.8% of the time I'm going to be talking about Eurocamp season two, but that doesn't mean I won't talk about some of the other shows that are out there. Point two percent of the time <laughs> there's a ton of other shows that I could be talking about today but I don't want to overdo my time and stuff like that and I don't want to sit here for hours on end talking about animes and stuff like that and you know bore you to death or whatever try to make things as quick as I possibly can. So, with that out of the way, I think I'll wrap things up here for this pod, this week's podcast episode. Tune in next week where I will do a wee reviews episode of something that has been currently airing in the fall twenty twenty season. So stay tuned for that. And in the next couple of weeks, I actually do have a special guest coming on here uh, to wrap up uh, the year of twenty twenty. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everything will go right. In the next couple of weeks, should be. I don't. I don't think there's any issue. I don't think there should be any issues for the next couple of weeks. But I probably jinxed myself as I'm saying that. If you want to send any questions, comments, stories, whatever, uh, to this podcast, you can hit up the email JapanHolicPC at gmail And I think that's all I got to plug for right now. I don't think I want to. I'm not plugging the Patreon because I don't have a Patreon because of the fact that I don't see. Podcast is getting up there. We just recently hit 2,000 downloads, which is you know not very big, uh, compared to like you know other podcasts. I get that in a week or two, but I started this back in April with barely anything to my name. So seeing that hit, you know, seeing this podcast hit about 2,000 downloads/slash views or whatever you want to call it is a pretty good feat. You know, even though that's a that's a thing or whatever, um, you know, I'm not, I haven't started the Patreon yet, and I don't think I plan on doing it. For a couple of months, at least a couple months. I don't know. I, there's no demand for it. I don't see a demand for it. Not going to do it. Just going to do it. You know, do these episodes as I go, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yes, tune in next week where I'll do it all over again. But for now, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Japan Holic Podcast. I've been Taylor, the certified Japan Holic, signing off. Good night.